0: we
1: of the mixed witches
2: podcast uh yeah we've got a long fucking episode today lots lots of stuff to talk about today so it's your turn to go first ryan (laughs) Oh, oh but before you start um you might notice a difference in the audio because we're trying out something new. I'm recording on my computer and not my phone today. On top of that, I have a um, an interview microphone, so like you, the one, the type that you clip on your shirt. <clears throat> so we're gonna see how that works out today. So you're gonna notice an audio difference. Hopefully, it's a good difference. I think it's gonna be a good difference, but. That'll be, uh, something that you decide. And we'll go from there. So tell us, tell us, what the fuck do you have for us today? Because I know some of it, I don't know all of it. <laughs> well, I bring you...
3: I don't bring you actually too many ghost stories, but I bring you a lot of garbage. I bring- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... I'm talking about our hometown today, which for everybody out there, we've talked about uh, plenty of times. We're both from Northern California, specifically the yuba setter area. We both like traveled around that area. But so I'm not here to give you a history lesson today because that would take too long. And uh, that's not what it's about today. We're here for the spooks, not history, exactly. but just some brief history about Yuba City and Marysville, which is the area, specifically the cities, towns. So both cities were settled by the Maidu people, which Maidu in the Maiduan language means man. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I needed to know that. I, I don't know why it was, it was just on the wiki. I was like, oh, okay.
2: Okay, this is something. <laughs> this is something. All right, let's go.
3: <laughs> so I didn't do any research on these people, and... Maybe one day if we do, like, a Native American episode, that'll be good. So, but I don't know anything about them. I've never met them. But that's who were settled here. And, uh, for all y'all who aren't from California, you probably didn't learn this in school. Well, you learned this, but we learned it because it's California. This is the area where the gold rush occurred. So, yay for us.
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay.
3: It's literally everywhere. If you ever come up here, literally, like, there's, like, we have a bank with, like, a gold miner out front statue.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I forget about that all the time.
3: Until I'm looking at him.
2: And isn't, then he's right isn't that, like, called the Golden Credit Union or something? <laughs> something. Something like that. I remember. Right, I remember right, the like statue. Like. I like, <laughs> I I can like, like rush see it in, in it head. or something. Yeah, I can see it in my head. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I can see the building. I mean, in in the 4th grade I went and panned for gold, so if that tells you anything.
0: That Aww. was a field trip. What we about you do
2: that? Well, I was living up Maybe it wasn't 4th grade. Maybe it was 2nd grade. It doesn't matter. I I was somewhere and we took a bus ride and went gold panning.
0: <laughs> yes, cool.
2: That's uh, where I got my first anyways. bag of rocks. Oh my god. Wow. Anyway, I still have I don't. I don't think I have the bag anymore, but I definitely have the rocks still.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> On topic, but off topic. I just read an article that said during the pandemic right now that that's booming. Like people are going to places like that in like New Hampshire and like Arkansas and stuff, and going to all these mining places where you spend like five bucks and get a bunch of stuff. Like that's booming right now for some reason because people have nothing to do.
2: Oh, all right, trade is coming back, guys. <laughs> 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 People are looking for rocks. We're all becoming miners again. <laughs> okay.
3: So, uh, so this is the area where the gold rush <laughs> happened, <laughs> and which is why it's called the Yuba Sutter area, named after John Sutter, who literally—that's where he found gold on his land. I—I I can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> So, Marysville is also named Marysville uh, after Mary Murphy who was one of the survivors of the Donner Party. Because we can't have nice things for long. We literally start off with garbage. (laughs) Before I get into (laughs) this, before I get into the (laughs) the Donner Party, I'd like to say Marysville has and had a huge Chinese population. We have a Bakai temple, which is erected for the water god Bacchae. We also have an annual Bakai festival, which goes off the Chinese lunar calendar, so it's at a different time every year. But it's really cool. If you're from this area and you've never seen it, sorry, they have a big dragon. It's cool. But <laughs> we have those. And Yuba City has a huge Sikh population, which we have touched on. And it's one of the largest outside of the Punjab state in India and one of the largest in the U.S. We have one of the oldest Sikh temples. And every year on the first Sunday of November, Sikhs from all around the world come to commemorate the receipts by Sikhs of their holy scripture, which happened in 1708, which we call the Sikh festival.
2: Jesus, that far back? (laughs) I had had to process. I was like, 1708? My God.
3: (laughs) No, that's when they... (laughs) That's when they got their scriptures.
2: It's still, 1708 is a long time ago.
3: <laughs> that's a long time ago.
2: <laughs> a long time ago. More than three centuries. I yeah. can count. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I can't when I'm at school, but I can.
3: <laughs> I can math.
2: I can math.
3: So, that's all I got for you there, like, as far as history goes, because we would be here all day. There was literally so much, because because this is this shit it's just so old we live in a very old area so there's a lot of history a lot of yeah so i'm not doing history but let's get into let's get into the donner party the people who settled here in the first fucking place well (laughs) some of the people
2: (laughs) some of them because they didn't all make it anyway
3: well let's kick it off with cannibals Because that's, you know, how many...
2: That's a thing. Oh, I have a cannibal thing in my stuff, too. Continue. Great! (laughs) (laughs) Cannibals. Cannibals.
3: So, the Donner Party, sometimes called the Donner-Reed Party, were a group of American pioneers from the Midwest who migrated to California on the Oregon Trail. Bing-bang-bosh, just like a thousand other people. The problem is, they hit a metric shit ton of setbacks along the way. (laughs) And in the winter of 46 to 47, after they hit, already already hit all these setbacks, they were snowbound in the Sierra Nevada mountain range.
2: Um, and okay. they couldn't get any rescue. <laughs> the Sierra Nevada is fucking haunted, period.
3: <laughs> oh, right. it's straight up. It's straight, like, we need to, like, shoot it into space. Like, we don't need to be here no more.
2: No, like, <laughs> There's so much shit that happens in the Sierra Nevada for no fucking reason. (laughs) Like, that county just has so much crime for no fucking reason. It has the weirdest fucking crime stories. This is it. This is is the reason.
0: So,
3: some of the migrants, as we've just touched on, were were forced to resort to cannibalism to survive, eating the bodies of those who had succumbed to starvation and sickness. As I just said, Marysville is named after Mary Murphy, who married Charles Kovalod, which there's a school named after him. Shout out to all y'all who went to Kovalad. Mm-hmm. I didn't.
0: Mm-hmm. I but didn't. I know some people who did.
3: <laughs> 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 While I lived in Marysville, I literally told my mom I didn't want to go to any of those schools. I mean. And then I went over the bridge every morning.
2: Marysville High is to garbage. To go to school anyway.
3: in Yuba City. It's trash. Sorry, not sorry to those who went to Marysville High, but you're garbage.
2: Um. (laughs) Your high school is straight garbage, and I hope you know. They know. (laughs) Not
3: as bad as Sutter, though.
2: It's not not as bad as Sutter.
3: No, not Sutter Sutter gets up to dumpster fire.
2: (laughs) Full on dumpster, not even a garbage can, just a dumpster fire. Marysville is a garbage fire, and. It's
3: a landfill bonfire. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, it's just not, it's nothing. It's Sorry. Be, it's because all those farm kids have nothing better to do than get in trouble. All they do is fight and then make porn videos. Oh, my God. And I am sad to know that that's not rumored. Those are facts.
2: Those are facts. <laughs> so,
3: mm. And as someone, who's, as someone who has done sex work legally, I'm shaking my head at y'all. <laughs> How dare y'all, miners? You miners with nothing to do, because <laughs> you live in Sutter. I'm sorry you live in Sutter. Don't take it out on the rest of us.
0: <laughs>
3: anyway, <laughs> uh. <laughs> so the daughter party—they were—they—they can- they, some of them—they had to eat each other.
2: Go from Sutter back and to Cannibalism.
3: I, <laughs> well. <laughs> more shit about Sutter not shit but it did just hit my mind that it's called Sutter but it's not weird that Yuba City is the seat of Sutter County not Sutter
2: I know it it was weird to me when I found that out
3: (laughs) I know and because even when I was researching it the other option was Nicholas the other place they moved to was Nicholas not even Sutter (laughs) and then it came they they came back to Yuba City and was like no we like it here this is the seat this is it this is Sutter how do y'all get named by the, by the man? But, like,
0: no one cares. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> sorry, go back.
3: <laughs> some of the... I won't apologize. I'm not sorry. But, but some of the members of the Donna Party stayed here uh that survived they did date. some of the members moved a little bit more south you know or around so i'm sure the descendants of those people are rather scattered i don't know where they are also i'm i'm actually kind of sorry if you're a descendant of the daughter party that sounds like you're part of the founding families of like this place or some of the founding families but then like
0: your grandma or your great-grandpa
2: ate people that sounds, to not die. That sounds sad. like something that you would randomly find out just from, like, researching your family, and you go to your mom, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, no, I forgot so, that so happened. It's like, it's one of those things you hide from your family, and they find
3: out and a lot of them did. later. A
2: lot of them did because the ones that did
3: resort to cannibalism, when people found out, people were spooked and they wouldn't deal with them so they really did not tell people that they ate other people
2: that sounds like
3: which neither would
2: i (laughs) that sounds like how like how the beginning to like a monster story would start you know like how most monsters are based somewhere in fact of history that's like how wendy goes came around i don't know (laughs)
3: Right, like yeah, right, right, yeah. I I feel like American vampires or something like so stupid like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear? Uh, they have a vampire and it eats people. What? And
0: he, <laughs> honestly. So,
3: so we start off with a bang. This area is already going down to shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I kid. Not really, but I kid. <laughs> JK, but only explaining. You already established in the last episode that this area is Ley Line Central. So, you know, I'm not shocked to hear all this information. It was, we were doomed from jump.
2: The leyline. Line the is next the reason thing. they got stuck in this year in Nevada.
3: Oh. Probably. <laughs> 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 Just blame it on the Ley Line.
2: No. <laughs> I mean, blame everything on the ley lines somewhere. Richard Campbell Gansy the Third is rolling in his bed.
3: He literally woke up in a cold sweat just now.
2: <laughs> Who's talking shit about my ley lines?
3: <laughs> so we had a flood in nineteen fifty five. Right. Catastrophic. Uh I do I'll, I do have to say. There is a disparaging account of how many people died. I've seen multiple numbers. So I'm actually not going to give a number, but people died. Everywhere I looked, it was a different number, and I'm just like, okay. All
2: right, well, I guess I'll just leave that I'll get that. (laughs) So, yeah. Because
3: of all the gold and mining, we had to build levees. Because this area is now a flood area, because we did a lot of digging. That's how nature
0: works.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So now we flood, and we do flood. This is a valley.
2: Yeah, I just remembered (laughs) that. Though, I I said I just remembered Junior was a flood baby. Aw.
0: Yeah,
2: nineteen ninety-seven flood. Remember our high school used to flood? Oh my god, I don't. (laughs) I don't want to talk about that fucking place.
3: Mm. It would rain just a little bit and we would be wading in the water.
2: Fucking stupid. Anyway.
3: Dumb as hell. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) In December 1955, a series of storms dropped torrential rain throughout Northern California. The deluge caused all the rivers in the region, which we have a bucket, (laughs) we have many a river uh, in the region to overflow their banks and to break through the levees. We still have the same levee. That they built in the 1800s. Just thought, you know, put that out there too. It's the same one.
2: (laughs) Because people are dumbasses.
3: (laughs) Because this area cannot get it together. (laughs) So the Christmas Eve levee break in Yuba City was particularly disastrous with lots of people losing their lives and heavy damage occurring in the downtown section. It says, according to Dick Brandt, who was the manager of the Yuba County airport, because we did have an airport at one point. Between 550 and 600 Sutter County residents were rescued from the floodwater by helicopter.
2: And now that helicopter is uh, in Reading instead because they got smarter.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Fun fact, my grandma got a lot of money for that
2: because
0: her house got flooded.
3: So there's that. (laughs) My grandma was a victim. (laughs) Mm. And we got a lot of money for that. Ain't that nice? That's great. So there was apparently a B-52 airplane crash. I say apparently because on another read-through, this may have been, like, there's a little bit of disparity whether or not this actually happened. So that's nice. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Because I've already told you about it, so now it's gonna go on the podcast. Wonderful. But I am saying I'm not sure if this happened. (laughs) But apparently, March 14th, 1961, a Boeing B-52 carrying nuclear weapons had a pressurization problem flying over Newber. Wow. No. (laughs) Nukes. I couldn't. My brain was like nukes, (laughs) flying over Yuba City, and uh had to drop to a lower altitude. Apparently, it ran out of fuel, and it crashed. The pilot bailed out. Great job. And the aircraft was destroyed. But the but the nukes did not go off.
2: You know, so, you know, <laughs> you know that's why you can't find any, like, corroboration is because it's a cover-up. They were like, fuck, they were, there up. were nukes on there. God, we gotta cover it up. Covered, covered. And Nobody they did go it.
3: off. <laughs> So literally the government went, Oh my god, it never happened.
2: Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, we, we can hide this one, it's fine.
3: <laughs>
2: oh my god. No destruction. So, it's fine. So Grab it, let's run.
3: keep going. In nineteen seventy six, school bus crash, which our teacher knew knew some people and was a part of. So we've heard this story. Yeah. Choir, choir kids. They were traveling. It plunged 28 feet off of an exit ramp. It says 27 students and one adult died, and 23 students were seriously injured. So there we go. There's that. Also, I'm pretty sure YC is haunted.
2: Definitely haunted.
3: Like it's totally haunted. But I it's not haunted from this. But I promise these ghosts came back. Like
2: I feel like. <laughs> to haunt. So here's the thing about, like, kids dying. I feel like kids dying is more detrimental to, like, the energy of an area than anything else.
3: Because why is it always
2: little kids? Little
3: kids always come back as ghosts. Well, these aren't little kids, but, like...
2: Yeah, they're, like, teenagers. They're always ghosts. Choir, orchestra, students.
3: Young people are always ghosts. It's never old people. I swear to God.
2: Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, not really, but... (laughs) Like you die young, there's so much that you didn't do.
3: Well, I'm kind of one of those people. I've always like subscribed to the idea that ghosts are here because the reason you're a ghost is probably because something tragic happened. Like you're, pro- I'm one of those people where I've always thought it was like it has to be somebody murdered. If you died peacefully in your bed, you're not a ghost.
2: Yeah, it's like unresolved. Trauma. <laughs> I've always,
3: yeah, it's always something tragic. It's always something like the worst, which is why I don't fuck with ghosts because I'm like, no, why are you here? What ha- happened? What happened was.
2: <laughs> See what happened was. So, in
3: 1978, we had another missing persons case. This is called the Yuba County Five. I like to call it a Donna Party Part Two Electric Boogaloo.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't say that to me last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: Well, I read it again. Like- and I was like, well, it's Donna Party Part Two Electric Boogaloo.
2: Oh my god, okay, let's go. So, in February 24th,
3: 1978, five young men from Yuba City, between the ages of 24 and 32, disappeared under mysterious circumstances. They were going to a basketball game in Chico, and on their way back, drove up to a mountain road away from the main road to Yuba City, where their car had been later found, undamaged and with enough gas to drive back to Yuba City. Later in June, four of the men were found in and near a trailer. So, one of the men named Ted was found inside the trailer, starved, covered in blankets. Inside the trailer, there was enough food to supply all five men for about a year and enough paper and wood to light a fire, but nothing was used in that way. The corpses and bones of the other three men were found outside the trailer. And the fifth dude, Gary, was never found. And this was just on the Yuba City wiki. When I went on the actual Yuba County Five wiki and got deeper to the story, apparently all of them two of them were former military issued with PTSD. All five of them were mental health cases. I say that with I say that with all seriousness with no derogatory. They like I think two of them had were maybe like mild schizophrenia They all lived with their parents. They all were, like, that's why they also played basketball because it had to do with the mental health facility. They Mm. had a basketball team. And they were not going. They were visiting. They had a game later, it said, but they were going up to Chico to watch another health facility play in Chico. So they were being, like, good buddy buddies, going to see all their other buddies play.
2: But they did not come home. I was about to say, but, you know, Buddy Buddies did not turn out to be Buddy Buddies in the end. Mm.
3: No, it it is. Gary has still never been found to this day. His shoes were found at the site, and Ted did not have shoes. Don't know why Gary maybe stole Ted's shoes. But Ted had no shoes. Gary's shoes were there. So.
2: You know, (laughs) Gary is, like, definitely a mountain man out in the Sutter Buttes, fighting man-eating oh. boars and training them.
3: He's he's either alive with no illnesses, a scroungy beard, you know, like, as if this never happened, like, Chuck Norris, or he is dead. Like, he died, like, five days later. That's why we can't find him. There's no in-between. <laughs> he's not roaming around Yuba City, I promise. Like, it's either he's up there, mountain man, or he dead. Mm. But it's suspected that it was foul play and I'm gonna say Gary did it, but that's just me.
2: This is not corroborated facts. <laughs> this is just speculation. No,
3: I mean I don't have the I don't have the facts. And of course whenever you know, I love murder mysteries, but the one thing that does irritate me a little bit about the human condition is whenever something happens and you go to ask family members, they always act as if like it could have never been that person.
2: Yeah. Well I mean like, No, Gary could have
3: never I understand why we do it, but it's not. A, it still doesn't make it any less annoying. <laughs>
2: yeah. Everybody,
3: like nobody, ever does it. And I'm just like, well, Gary could have done it. No, Gary couldn't have. That's our son. We know our Gary. Well, he might have done it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. That's what everybody says about their sons.
3: I know. There was a man who got stuck in. He got, his car got stuck. I wanted to say snow, but I actually don't remember if there was snow. In fact, they were not wearing heavy coats, so I want to say there wasn't any snow. (laughs) They were wearing light jackets. So, there was a man whose car was stuck, and he remembers seeing all five of these individuals. In fact, he also said he saw a woman there with a child, which is okay. Uh, But his car was stuck, and when he was trying to push his car, he felt the onset of a heart attack coming. So he got in his car where it was warm and he kept calling for help. And he remembers that none of the five of them would help. In fact, they started talking quieter. Like, as in like, Oh, we're not here. Don't, don't pay attention to the man. Just don't look at him. You know, (laughs) they turned their flashlights off and everything. Like they were like, we ain't here. And then, uh, he said he saw like another car, which two other people corroborated that, this car totally existed, and they were totally in it. So, yeah, lots of speculation, and definitely we all assume that it was murder. But we have no proof. But no cannibalism this time, so we're already doing better. This is a party. Nobody <laughs> ate anybody. As far as I know.
2: I don't know, only bones were found, so you never- mm.
3: Right, like, there was- Ted was whole, and then the rest were bones. <laughs> Ted was a whole body- <laughs> And then the rest were... He just had no shoes.
2: You know, that's that's creepier to me, to be honest. The no shoes thing.
3: You find a whole person, all the food's there, all the wood and fire are there, the only thing missing is his shoes.
2: That bothers me.
3: Bro. That really does...
2: That's like... Get my goat. <laughs> it's like... It's like somebody breaking into your house only to rearrange stuff. I mean... Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is on, like, a much higher level than that, but that's, that's the, that that's, like, the no, same feeling it. it gets for that's me. No, but that's That's the vibe. That's the energy.
3: Could you imagine waking up and then your living room is completely different? Oh, my God. In 94, we had a mosque burning.
2: Of course we did. Of course we did.
3: Because Yuba City also has a significant Muslim population. Just so we're throwing them out here, we also have lots of Mormons don't know where they came from, but we have lots of them, too.
2: (laughs) It's just a center, a weird religious center. Hmm. Is that from the ley lines? (laughs) Maybe.
3: That might be the ley lines. (laughs) (laughs) That one, that might. (laughs) Well, I literally, yeah, I just thought, yeah, that is really weird that we just have a ton of religions right here for no reason.
2: I'm so confused.
3: So... Uh, So we had a mosque burning in 94. Hold on, I'm trying to read. My brain doesn't work.
2: (laughs) So went dyslexic for a second.
3: No, literally, I was reading the words, but they were not coming into my brain. (laughs) It says it took 1.8 million to build this mosque. And then somebody burned it down by arson, (laughs) which was the first time that a mosque was destroyed in the United States, because I guess Yuba City wanted to be first for something. I'm Bothered. Continue. Eventually, the mosque was rebuilt with the help of the Sikhs and the Mormons and the Christians and the other groups around here. That's and in
2: nice 2012, they made a documentary about it.
3: If you're curious about the name of the documentary, it's called An American Mosque.
2: That's, that's actually really interesting that all of the other ones helped out, too. It was real nice of them.
3: <laughs> Since someone wanted to be an actual dickweed.
2: Yeah, I mean maybe it's like maybe it's like religious solitude, not solitude, solidarity. And yeah like solitude. Yeah, solitude. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have helped if it was solitude. Um like solidarity because <laughs> you know that it they probably understood it, not understood the arson, but under like how do I explain this?
3: They know that how devastated they'd feel if that yeah. was theirs.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah, you got it. The one brain cell working between the two of us.
3: <laughs> it jumped over to me because yours wasn't working. Your brain was like, nope.
2: Yeah. And the brain cell went. <gasps> oh, God. Jump, jump, jump.
3: Uh, Just in case you thought I was done, I'm not. We also had a serial killer.
2: Not surprising there.
3: <laughs> in the 70s. Why does it feel like Because everybody had a serial
2: killer in the 70s. That's what I was about to say. I was like, why does it feel like all the serial killers were in the 70s?
3: No, and here's the thing about California. We've had, we have, they're all ours. Oh my god, okay. (laughs) They're all from here. Uh, A few of them are in other states, obviously, but it really just, it really just rubs me up something fierce every time I look at a serial killer or something and I'm watching true crime and it's like in in Santa Cruz or in here and I'm like God damn it. Oh, See y'all <laughs> keep running over here. Y'all keep running over here and then you do this.
2: <sighs> Go back. Go back to where you came from. Fuck
3: <laughs> I know the state is great. We have all the beaches and all of this, that and the third. Go back home. Go back to your state and kill your people. Why do y'all come over here and kill us?
2: <laughs> anyway.
3: As my grandma was an okie, I have no room. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma was one of those people. She came over here. Of,
2: of like, uh, so <laughs> this, this whole thing is just stressing me out more that we lived there <laughs> for so many years. No,
3: like, literally doing all this research, it was like, bro, I'm from here. And I don't mean that in a good way. (laughs) So we had a serial killer. We had our own. We had a homegrown. Actually, no, he's born in Mexico. Not homegrown. But he's here. And and just in case this year couldn't get any worse, his last name was Corona.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> the cheese holds the lining literally wh- whatever
3: Spanish speaker invented that word there was a god that heard that and said I'm gonna taint that
2: word was Apollo he's the god of plagues you know He said uh, that word. Nah, it's garbage.
3: (laughs) So, Juan Corona was a Mexican serial killer convicted of 25 murders of migrant farm workers in good old Yuba City in 1971. They were buried in shallow graves in our lovely peach orchards.
2: That's why the peach orchards are so big. Sorry, was that just tasteful? <laughs> yes!
3: <laughs> also, they.
2: <laughs> Breathe.
3: <laughs> this really. I, I mean, I was just thinking, like, yeah, it really does put a different light on the Peach Festival, don't it?
2: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't say that. I like the Peach Festival. I do too. But. <laughs> uh, you know what? Just continue. <laughs> We have almonds, too. Why couldn't you bury them there? Because then you nobody like almonds. <laughs> then we wouldn't be known for peaches. Oh. <laughs> We'd be known and for <laughs> almonds instead. <laughs> so,
3: at the time, the crimes were characterized as among the most notorious in U.S. history.
0: Mm.
3: Not only did we have the first mosque burning, we've also had one of the most notorious serial killers
2: i mean that's a lot of people that makes sense
3: (laughs) 25 and the thing about it is they were he killed them all by stabbing them with a machete you know what i feel like so he didn't want to be nice about it
2: (laughs) i feel like (laughs) i saw a lot about machetes as a child and now it's making more sense
3: so the exact victim total remains unknown And maybe significantly higher, according to local authorities.
2: He was just a piece of work, wasn't
3: he? He sure was. He was convicted in 73. The conviction was overturned in 78 because on the basis of incompetent legal representation, and he was given a new trial, in 82, he was again found guilty. And then he served out his life sentence in a California state prison, and he died in 2019. What the fuck? (laughs) that was last year yeah also he was also a diagnosed schizophrenic
2: why do we uh never mind. sorry we got it.
0: <laughs>
2: did you hear the person outside no oh she's yelling at her kids she was like stop running in here <laughs> that's how yuba city feels about us <laughs> all of us Stop running out. <laughs> out. My God, we've had enough.
3: <laughs> also, apparently, they twenty all 25 that we found, they were all men. Because apparently, Corona had a problem with the gays. Oh. None of the men, uh, they didn't say any of the men were gay. It's just he had a problem with gays, so he killed men. Which, at this point, I'm really refreshed. Because I'm real tired of us getting murdered.
2: Yeah.
3: that. <laughs> I'm real tired of every serial killer being a mom... Hater, woman hater, mommy killing issues? a whole bunch of women hater. That's so <laughs> like weird this was and specific. Mm. Well, it was because apparently his half brother was gay, and he actually
2: owned a bar in Marysville. Oh, it's still not a gay issues. bar. It's not. It's mommy. It's not mommy issues. It's brother issues this time. That's so weird. Anyway. <laughs>
3: But, you know, he didn't own a gay bar, but apparently he was gay and he owned a bar. Apparently, somebody got assaulted in the bathroom at that bar with a machete. Oh, my God. Uh, And they didn't say Juan did it. And then when Juan testified, he said that the real killer was his brother. The problem of that was after the assault happened, he basically... You know, lost business and lost his bar and then moved back to Mexico. So he wasn't even here to do all the murders.
2: To be honest, I thought you were going to, like, say something else. And I was going to be like, oh, his brother self-reported himself. Not his brother. He uh, he self-reported himself. He was super sus.
3: <laughs> oh. There's an imposter among us,
2: yeah. found out today that my staff sergeant, who's my uh, uh, instructor right now, she she told us today, she's like, you know what? After I leave here, I go home and I play Among Us for three hours to stop thinking about this place. (laughs) I don't know why I found that so funny, but I did. That's
3: really specific. (laughs) Specifically to stop thinking about this. (laughs) <laughs> not for fun. I don't enjoy it at all. <laughs> those are the those are those horror stories. Let's get into uh, let's get into a bit of Marysville. I actually could not find any information on either of these two buildings, and you know what they're about to be. Oh my god! But I don't need it. We know. So it. So we have. We have good old fucking defunct Hotel Marysville (laughs) in downtown Marysville that's just fucking sitting there. (laughs)
2: Has been ever since This creepy
3: building (laughs) that scares me to this day. I remember being a kid and driving by that bitch and being like, oh.
2: I hate it. I mean, I like it, but I hate it.
3: Although I kind of want to go in it still to this day. I remember thinking that as a kid and I still feel it now. I want to go in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always, like, imagined every time I, we drove past it that, like, somebody was going to peek out from behind one of those wooden slats that are over the windows, you know? Oh, my. Yeah. The, ply, the plywood that's over top of them. I always just thought somebody was going to pull one down and look down into the street every single time I drove by. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but there's still time. So, Hotel Nashville, there's still time.
3: It was opened in 1926, and it closed in 1986.
2: That's a so. you know, that's a good solid round number. I like round numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that is sixty may- makes sixty makes it sound less there. demonic. <laughs> yeah,
3: but who worked there? Well, it could have been like 66 years, and then we and then it, and then,
2: but <laughs> it's not. Thank God. Your who worked there? My grandma. Oh, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> but I was talking over you, so I couldn't my hear My grandma? You. It's fine.
3: My grandma worked at Calusa Casino. Both of my grandparents did, but I remember my mom telling me that her mom worked at the hotel when it was still open.
2: Interesting. That's nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. Did it look like that when you work there, Mom? <laughs> no. I would hope not. <laughs>
3: It's, I read an article that was talking about it, and it's owned by a company in Southern California, and they have been trying to, like, think of ways to revive it, but the thing is, is that it is so defunct and run down, and not up to code, that it would just be so expensive to revive it. And that is a little sad to hear, but it also is like, yeah, she a big bitch and she gotta go.
2: Like... (laughs) Either that or you got to get in sections.
3: Like, she gotta go. <laughs> she's had her time. Because now she's just sitting there. <laughs> Scary.
2: Scaring all the kids in the cars.
3: Um, We also have Marysville State Theater. Which was not originally called Marysville State Theater when it was built, but it was like 1930 something when they changed it. So, uh, that's what it's called. To it's state outside of it. <laughs> so, duh. It was built in 1927.
0: Hmm.
2: You know, that's sus. Me- anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, what it shows to me is I didn't realize we had a little boom period during the 20s. If these were both built in the 20s.
2: You know, it that would kind of make sense, though, since that was uh, the Depression. It would make sense if people were coming to Marysville to find gold. Yeah.
3: It says Marysville has it. A- like that, The gold rush was the boom of Marysville. It hasn't got any bigger since. Hmm. Which is why we have a sign outside of it that says it's California's oldest little city. Because it is. Because it's small as shit.
2: It really is.
3: <laughs> it's tiny. But also, a lot of people came to Yuba City during World War II, which was Yuba City's boom period. Although I have to say, clearly the 20s was a smaller boom period, because I just find it weird that both of these were built, like, almost at the same time.
2: Yeah, that's why... We built a
3: hotel and a theater.
2: That's why I was thinking it.
3: Uh, the Marysville State Theater holds a massive 1,672 seats.
2: Jesus. That's a lot of people.
3: That's a lot of seats. (laughs) This is also defunct. It's empty as shit. We have another theater that's old, but that one's now an office building. So at least that one's being used in Marysville. This one, not so much. And it has also been talked of being revived, but it's also so old and decrepit that they kind of, it can't. We don't have enough money.
2: <laughs> yeah, they'd have to, to like, gut it. the whole thing and then rebuild it from the inside out and just keep, like, the outside facade or something. So, but at least they've talked about it.
3: They've taught you know what, as a kid looking at these old decrepit ass buildings, I'm sitting here like, Is anybody gonna do anything with these? And now that I'm older and I looked it up, yes, they have. They have tried. (laughs) But we're poor. (laughs) But nobody has any money.
2: But nobody has (laughs) any money.
3: Now, I know you, you alluded when we were talking about Mythbusters in the last episode that they did it. They we had some ghost hunters have come to the state theater and honestly i'm not shocked if there's some ghosts in that bitch because it looks scary as hell i was scared of it as a kid i was like what the fuck is that no
2: <laughs> i i think i remember like watching that episode and it was super cool but i don't remember too much about it
3: my mom says it's very big inside
2: <laughs> it's yeah. very
3: cool inside
2: i would I imagine. like thanks mom Don't quote me on this, but I think in that episode, they, like, mostly captured, like, shadow people in it. But again, don't quote me on that.
3: That's fair. It's a theater.
2: Yeah. It's
3: probably dead actors. That's probably why they're doing all those theatrics.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can imagine. They're just trying to take the piss. They're rude as hell. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's
3: the actual information I have for you. We are not... You know what? Like, we're, we're from here. So let me tell you, dear viewers, we're not shocked, really, to hear any of it.
2: No. We grew up hearing so many stories about so many things in Yuba City and Marysville that, like, actually hearing information about it is not that shocking.
3: No. I just remember what I told you, so I didn't write this down because I saw it. Apparently, this is also called, it like, a triangle area. And apparently we have triangular UFOs that fly around the Yuba Center area that people have seen. So apparently we're a hotbed for aliens, too. Now, what I remember, as I just said this, because what I remembered now was the fact that Beale Air Force Base has that big-ass satellite. So, yeah, maybe.
2: Oh, yeah, paved pause. Wow.
3: Yep. Because my lovely, lovely ex-boyfriend, that's what he did. So. I if i say that's what he did. You'd be sitting here like, what is that? I don't know. Because I remember he told me, but I don't remember. But I knew no, it had to do with that. Because he works at, he had, he said there's only, he said there was only five bases he could work at. Because there's only five of those motherfuckers.
2: He probably does, like, upkeep and stuff on it. But that makes me No, like, I, I know and- what he,
3: no, I know what he does. He does radar stuff. I can't tell you, but...
2: Yeah, well, that's what, it's probably secret anyway, but... No, he, I
3: mean, like, I mean, yes, it's... He couldn't tell me much, so yes to that, but also, I don't remember. <laughs> also, I can't tell you much, because I don't remember.
2: Well, I I remember my mom. She used to tell me about it, because, you know, we'd drive onto Beale Air Force Base all the time. And I remember she drove us past it once, and she was telling us about it, but, like, if you get too close to it, it'll fucking fry you, that's it, that's how strong the radio waves are, radio waves, whatever waves come out of there, and, waves, yeah, but it's, like, super, um, what's the word, security, some, something with security around it, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, Josh is going to listen to this and he's going to be like, wow, she really don't remember what I told her.
2: Well, okay, so what I was going to say when you told me what he did, I was going to say it makes me like him a little less. Not that I did much before because I never met him, (laughs) but even less.
0: I
3: mean, he wanted to be an engineer, okay? (laughs) Maybe he just thought it was fun. He was like, that sounds good. (laughs) That's he said. That sounds good, and then he realized that he, he it's restri- it's it's very restrictive, and he went never mind. This ain't good. Oh, this ain't. Me. I lied. I lied to myself. This ain't good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe maybe it's just my like my inner airframer going fucking nerd.
3: <laughs> yeah, that is what it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I have fucking room to talk, <laughs> but you don't. <laughs>
3: you don't anymore.
2: I know, I know.
3: Says the person who's obsessed with space, get out. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Leave me my space obsession alone. You know what? Okay. (laughs) But I just remembered we have
3: that satellite, so maybe that's why we might be attracting some aliens.
2: Maybe. Maybe they see it and they're like, Okay, land somewhere around there. That's a good spot. We can see it.
3: No, right? literally, like, they might be attracted to, like, the waves. They might, like, be, like, where are these waves coming from, bro? I don't know, bro. Let's find out. Interesting. Not only do we have ghosts and ley lines, we have aliens.
2: We have everything. <laughs> we have everything. Yeah. You know the Sutter Buttes is full of random shit. You know that Sierra Nevada probably has, like, Sasquatch on it. Somewhere. Yeah.
3: A witch's cemetery.
2: Oh, my God. I'm, s- I'm still reeling about that. <laughs>
3: Uh, yep, apparently in the Sutter Buttes, not a witch's cemetery, as in witches are buried there, but there may be, but it's called the Witch's Graveyard, which is nice. Because, you know, with people's implication of witches, that just makes me, I know that doesn't mean anything good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't mean anything good, and now I'm kind of curious why
2: it's called that. <laughs> Well, I mean, like I told you before we actually started recording, that's the place my dumbass little brother and my dumbass best friend at the time yep. went knowing they shouldn't have on Halloween night, leaving me alone at home because they wanted to go gallivanting around doing shit they shouldn't have. And my best friend came back out of her fucking mind because of it. So bitter, I might be. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she, like, she was, I I know we're not good at protections, but we were also, like, those teenagers that just naturally, not kept to ourselves, but kind of, like, kept to ourselves. I don't know how to explain Uh that better. But it was, like, as soon as we didn't like the energy in a place, we were like, nope, cut off. Yeah, we're out. (laughs) Bye-bye. But she, like, she was she is she's not dead <laughs> she was like a super super social butterfly type of person so i would not be surprised if she did not know she's how to Gemini. cut off energy when it wasn't good for her yeah.
3: i mean suffice it to say she went
2: yeah she went to somewhere and i told her she not went to, and she did it. even anyway. though
3: you're like no and she was like, "Sure." It's like, "Well,
2: okay. Well, I'm just gonna stay here at home." Told you not to date my little brother, but what the fuck ever. I think so, I think I've talked about this before, <laughs> but anyways, continue. <laughs> so to, to to seg to to segue before we
3: get into your interesting topic, like I just said, we have a lot of we're not surprised we have a lot of spooks. You actually see a lot of ghosts. I was just talking before we started how I don't have any ghost raises and seeing entities, but I'm very sensitive to energy, and I've lived in plenty places, been in plenty places where you're just like the vibes are wrong. They're wrong here, and I don't need to be here at no all. I remember you talking about some friends' places, and I didn't say it's a time, but I'm saying it now I do remember. Some places I felt that way, but I specifically remember one of my best friend's places in Live Oak. I remember, like, I would not go into her pantry. Like, I wouldn't go into her kitchen when it was dark. I would sit in the room, and that was it if I was by myself, or I'd wake her up. Like, that's no other options. I remember going pee and being afraid. Like, her house just was just... And the thing is, is, like, it's so weird to feel comfortable somewhere, because you've been there a thousand times, but at the same time... Like, be so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. I mean, I never told you about this. Like, I knew her house,
3: like, the back of my hand. But, like, at night, no.
2: I never told you about this, but the times that I slept over at your house, the one on Bird, I think? Yeah. Yeah, it was the one with, um... Or maybe Crest... I can't remember, no, it wasn't Bird, no, it, it was definitely was, no. Crest because I never slept over I know, I
3: was about to say, I know you never slept at Bird because I never let anybody come over there, but Crestwell was, is haunted, and the funny thing is my mom just brought that up, Well, but go okay. ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I remember that I hated, I hated, I hated sleeping in your room, and the, re. well, I hated sleeping in that house, but it was okay Same. because there was other people in there with me uh mm-hmm. but i remember i would always have like dreams of somebody staring in through the window and it always scared the shit out of me and i think oh no i haven't talked about it but it's it was like the same kind of super creepy stare like uh footsteps on the roof kind of thing before the thing was staring in the window, and I used to have that at my old house in Reading too. So, I did not like your house. <laughs>
3: well, neither did we. But here's the, thing about, here's the thing about my house. My mom just brought that up the other day because she's... It's owned by her... My, that house is owned by my mother's boss, dear viewers, dear listeners. Viewers, you're not
2: viewing anything. <laughs> Viewing our idiocy.
3: <laughs> you are. Um that house is owned by my mother's boss. Still to this day, and my mom is trying to get back into it. Uh here's the thing though. When we first moved into that place, we moved there because we needed more space. We had lived in Marysville, which was already fucking haunted. That's a whole nother can of worms. We moved into that house because both my grandma was sick with lung cancer. So she did not die in that house. I swear to God, her ghost is still there. I'm not kidding. And my mom did not believe me
2: <laughs>
3: until she did. Until, she, until did. she did. That's always how it
2: happens. Until
3: they par- Right. So apparently, after my grandma passed away, my grandpa had dementia. Uh, and he went to go live with my uncle. So he didn't live there for a while. And then eventually we moved. But here's the thing. He's no longer alive, apparently. So I'm like, I know damn well their ghosts are still in the house. I don't know why they would go back, but I promise you they're there. <laughs> and when when you went on your deployment and I went home, that's where my mom was staying. I remember being there, and we we had <laughs> – I'm like, I'm not trying to still spill all my tea. But here's the thing. We had no electricity, so we had lanterns. Let me paint that awful image. We had lanterns and candles around, which in a place that's already haunted is not what you want.
2: No, no, no.
3: (laughs) No. If this place is uncomfortable with the lights on and TVs and everything, what makes you think it's going to get better (laughs) without all that? It's not. (laughs) It's not. And I remember... I was sitting on one of the... My mom had, like, two couches. I was laying with me and my dog, watching YouTube videos on my phone with the lantern on, and I was laying there, and my... Okay, when you say you had... When you say you felt that way sleeping in, first of all, my house, but also my room, my room was at the end of the hallway.
2: Mm, I hate it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, my room was across from the bathroom at the end of the hallway. That hallway, I hated that hallway. I still hate that hallway. I don't know what's in that hallway. I'm not trying to know what's in that hallway. And it's a skinny little hallway. It's not that long, but it's a hallway. And when I was laying on this couch this, like, last time, you know, like, a year and a half ago, I remember I was looking down that hallway, and I was like, mm no. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. Now, we didn't have an, like, attic but there is a thing to the roof. So when you say, like, I, I feel like, I nah, that's one of those things where you're like, I don't know what's up there, and I don't need to know what's up there.
2: Deadass. Never, <sighs> never. I, that's when, and you tell your parents, names. and they're like, it's just
3: rats. Mm-hmm. Ghost yeah. rats. No, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister told me that the footsteps on the roof was just a raccoon, and I was like, that's a big fucking raccoon then. <laughs>
0: raccoons don't stomp <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> like the thing is is you can tell the difference between like a small footstep and a big footstep and i don't know how to, no, I don't know how to describe it but like it just has a longer like fall i guess i don't but,
3: and also animals don't walk the same way that humans do no I no. can tell an animal walking versus a person walking. Like how the other day I told you I jumped out of my skin.
2: Oh my god, yeah.
3: Like that's one of those that's one of those things where you're like I felt something step behind me and obviously it felt like a person, not like an animal. Like obviously.
2: Oh, talking about that hallway makes me you remember tell. something else from your bedroom and I'm st- more bothered now.
3: Oh god, well <laughs> Oh, God. Well, don't be don't be afraid to tell me because I know. Here's the thing. I will give this one story because I said, as I said, I have never seen anything. After my grandma died, when we were still in that place, that's the only time I've ever dreamt about her. And it was not a good dream. I have not dreamt about her since. And I know they say if you dream about somebody who's passed away, that's them. So, um, hmm. but it was not a happy dream. I still remember that dream vividly because I remember we were in her house in Marysville. That was their house because they lived in forever before we moved. And it was a whole bunch of people. And she had, she was sick or dead, like in my dream. Like I remember like in dream world thinking like grandma not here no more. Yeah. And that's the whole reason we were even gathered up. And then I remember I opened the door and she was standing there in her hospital gown with like a, um, you know, the bag with the vines, because I mean, I'm not going to say IV. I don't know what was in the bag. Yeah, the IV. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know what was in it. I don't care. <laughs> but she was standing there like that, and she chased me around the kitchen.
2: When you started talking about her. not in a fun her, grandma way. <laughs> when you started talking about her in her uh, hospital gown, like, my throat closed up. I was not happy. <laughs> not happy. My eyes are watering. I don't like this. how do you think i feel it was my grandpa no how do you think i feel i
3: dreamt it i woke up in a cold sweat and that was you know what though when okay dear listeners we talk about our childhoods a lot because ours were not only different but they were spiritually different as i will continue to say i have never actually seen any entities and jane over here has however that was I remember distinctly after that thinking like of that like I was like oh god that was her visiting me wasn't it like there was no logic that set in right usually you kind of try to tamper it with logic being like no 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 that's just I'm just thinking about her because she died I remember distinctly thinking oh I think she just visited me that's probably one of the first times I've like ever thought that as a kid because I've always been skeptical as a kid and that's just like shaken me up ever since I cannot
2: yeah
3: (laughs) I'm sweating just thinking about it but I think I there's energy in that house and I don't know what it is and I don't like it and the thing is my mom knows it and she agrees with me I don't know why she's trying to go back to that house
2: it's just not a good energy I almost
3: well you know what the funny thing is when you deployed we were getting into the witchcraft and I almost did sage that house
2: you should have
3: I'm not kidding I should have But I didn't want everyone to feel some type of way, of course. But, like, I should have just said fuck it and done it because that house is not friendly. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's in it, but it's not friendly. Last thing I'll say, and then you could tell some stories. Also, in that house was when I thought there was somebody in my mom's room. I know I've told you this.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: When I was laying because me and my mom don't have the best relationship. That's all fine and dandy. She's still my mother. In fact, I just talked to her, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) she's still my mother so (laughs) we went through a lot of garbage and my mom is my mom and she kind of like lets people come in and out here's the thing about that though normally she'd tell me and it would always be like I okay I would say with all these people I knew but like she would introduce me to people so for this to just be a little bit it was sus because it was sus yeah (laughs) yeah I wasn't sitting here being like, oh my God, it was suspicious because I was suspicious. And I used to, I've always been the kind of person to have something playing in the background. I was the kind of kid who slept with the TV on, which now looking back on it, maybe this is why.
2: Yeah, I did that too. And then,
3: well, here's the thing. First of all, I probably won't tell you this in the podcast. We could probably do a whole other episode on this, but I just saw something about that the other day. That we could talk about. Okay. <laughs> which is because it's stupid. That's why I don't want to bring it up. It's dumb. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was the kid, like, who played the TV, and then I stopped doing that. But then when I got older, and like shit hit the fan, and everything went upside down. I started listening to my iPod and having my earbuds in my ears. I've blown my ears out at this point. I have mild tinnitus, which is why I can't have silence now because my ears ring. So I have to have something playing in the background or a fan on because Otherwise, I can't fall asleep. At that point, though, it was just because I I wanted to. And I was sitting there with my iPod, listening to music, laying there. And I was laying on my back, which I'll admit I never do because I'm terrified of sleep paralysis. Because I've never had it. And I don't want it. And you have it all the time. And I don't want it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's no fun.
3: I don't want it.
2: But, and okay. I try not to sleep
3: on my stomach because it hurts my back. But
2: <laughs> Well, I was about to say, I've had sleep paralysis on my stomach, so. Well, I try not
3: to sleep like that because it hurts my back. Yeah. And thank God for that.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm a side sleeper. But I was laying on my back. I remember because, of course, I remember. So when you're listening to music, you're obviously listening to music. And sometimes when you're drifting in and out, like, you're not paying attention and music can hear, can sound like whatever. Here's the thing though. I heard something it sounded like a male voice. It sounded like a male voice talking real low. And I first of course thought, was that my music? What is that? Cause I, it woke me up and then I took my earbuds out and I was laying there and I swear I could still hear it. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, maybe my mom has somebody in her room. This wouldn't be the first time, you know, maybe there's somebody in there. She just didn't tell me. And I looked out the window because the neighbors, we knew them, sort of, kind of. And I know the older boy that they had drove a truck. And when I looked outside, there was a truck outside parked in front of my house, except um, wasn't his truck. Never seen this truck before. wasn't anybody's truck that I recognized. I was like, who the fuck is this? parked in front of my house, so I was like, okay, oh, well, great, so I, first, I remember, like, getting back in my bed, and then I was way too fucking anxious, and the thing is, too, I closed my door, my mom would always have my door cracked, as I got older, I was like, fuck that, I'd close my door, but my mom would always have me, you know, leave your door cracked, and she would leave her door cracked, so she's like, you know, leave your door cracked so I can hear you, which standard mom procedure. So when I opened my door and her door was not open, I was like, oh, nah, (laughs) nah, bro. What the flip flap is going on? (laughs) Long story short, I remember my first thought was, oh, I need to go in there. Because I just feel like I need to go in there. And then the second thought was, no, the fuck you don't need to go in there. Because if there is somebody in there, and I mean a non-friendly person. I am too small, I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> and that sounds really bad to be like, so you wouldn't save your mother? I guess not. Because <laughs> I thought, no, no, I wouldn't save her because he would clock me in like two seconds and then we'd both be dead.
2: <laughs> Nobody to tell the there story. There would
3: be no saving happening. I'd open the door and it would be a big-ass burglar man and we'd, all, we'd both be gone. So, Nope. So I walked down the hallway, I grabbed the house phone because I remembered, you know, like 911 procedure, if you use your phone, they can track where you are. I like how I could remember this at like 12. <laughs> Just love how it was like twelve 13. I'm sitting here doing like CSI work. No, but I grabbed the house phone so I could, if I had to call 911, I grabbed a big long knife, I grabbed the car keys so nobody else could take the car. That way I would have the car keys, and then I sat in the garage crying like a baby. I called my dad, who was not home. He was in a different state doing work, and he said, okay, I'm going to call your sister. My sister drove by. She said, I can't see anything. She didn't come in. Just nice of her, I guess. (laughs) She could have came in. She could have knocked. She could have did anything, but it's fine. She drove by. She's like, I can't tell anything. Apparently, she drove by again. So my dad calls me back and goes, okay. Your sister says this, that, and the third. Long story short, my sister called my mom. My mom comes into the garage, and she's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm literally sobbing. I'm like, mom, I thought this. I heard voices. I thought this and that. And And she's like, okay it's okay <laughs> nothing right. happened i'm she's like she's like doing like the thing you do it's like i'm like when you're like when your dog is upset you're like i'm fine look at i'm fine i'm standing right here i'm talking to you like i'm okay and i'm like <laughs> and i putting everything back going back to bed and it was like 3 a.m and she was like just go back in there i'm okay you're okay and i'm like so i don't fucking trust that house <laughs> long story i don't trust that house you should trust that house i'm not surprised you have you feel that
0: way
2: oh god Um, yeah
3: so those are my spiritual that's basically what i have because i don't have any actual like seeing anything but energies vibes hearing stuff as we've already established we both have clear audience nah not about it bro
2: (laughs) It's super weird. I have had that thing that you were talking about with the headphones in, and you're like, is that my music? You take it out, and you're just, like, listening. Sometimes it's dead (laughs) silence, and then sometimes it's not. And you're like, oh, headphones back in. I'm not paying attention.
3: Oh, well, that's the worst. But at least that's not my imagination.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what I was going to say when you were talking about what you grabbed, like, I'm glad we had the same procedure because I told you about what happened to me in Plumis Lake with mm-hmm. the, with the door and the scratching and the scritch scratch and the, and the knocking. Yeah. I told you about that. That yes. was my procedure too. I army crawled to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, grabbed the phone, grabbed my cell phone, went to the bedroom, my parents' bedroom because it was the one with the lock. Uh, Yeah. 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 We've and, had one
3: brain cell all these years. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Cause we literally were just thinking the same way. It's nice to know if we were in a panic situation together, like we would be okay, like with each other.
2: Yeah. I mean I even I even grabbed <laughs> I even grabbed the pellet gun. I grabbed the pellet gun. I went to my parents' bedroom because they had a baseball bat in there. I grabbed a knife, like I grabbed what I could. And I took the knife with me sure, sure, yeah. everywhere, the worst. But oh, and okay. anyway, yeah, so, so what I was going to say.
3: Being, okay, I'll say being in that state is so
2: terrifying. <laughs> it really is. Go ahead. So <laughs> what I was going to say about um your house that I remembered is that um your mom would like come check on us in the middle of the night and sometimes we would be asleep and sometimes we'd be pretending to be asleep but I don't remember what time it was it was after she'd already checked on Uh us and she'd gone to bed as kids do and um I would it was one of those those sleepovers that we didn't stay up till 5 a.m and I was sleeping on your floor and, like, I remember waking up and seeing, like, a dark head poke in through the doorway. Because we we closed the door because we were fucking loud. <laughs> and uh, And I remember, like, seeing a dark head poke into the doorway and thinking, that's not your mom and that's not your dad. And instead of doing something, I turned over and put the blanket over my head. Is I didn't want to deal with it. (laughs) I just, I just noped out in that situation. Is a whole lot of, I'm over it. (laughs) But yeah, that house is horrible. And I'm glad that I never have to sleep in it again. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: yeah. Me too.
2: Um,. So, that was that was Yuba City. I'm also glad I don't
0: have to sleep in it.
2: <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to roll into my topic now that we've had this long discussion about things that happen in Yuba City. And so, I'm talking about uh, death gods today, which I'm, like, incredibly excited about, and I wrote a lot of notes about it. So, <laughs> here we go. So, death is universal, and likewise... Almost Okay, so I did find this out later, and I'll talk about this, but almost, almost every religion has a god, goddess, or deity that presides over death or has something to do with death, usually multiples. The reason my notes are so long is because, <clears throat> as you can imagine, there's not really—well, there's so many different facets to death that most— Uh, religions and cultures don't have one specific God that resides over one specific death or even like makes death happen. A lot of them like preside over the souls of those different kinds of death and so on and so forth. So I'll start with the one that we all know. Well, the majority of us know because we all went through a Percy Jackson phase. Let's be real. Uh (laughs) So I'm going to start with Greek and Roman. And for this beginning portion, my information came from joincake.com. But you can find it anywhere. Let's be real. So uh, the first one we have is Hades because everybody knows Hades. But the thing is, is that Hades Hades isn't actually the god of death, but he's rather the ruler and judge of the dead. So he rules the underworld with Persephone. The next person, person, deity, that I have is Charon. And he's the fairy man of the dead. So he guides them to the underworld. He's the one on the boat and he takes their money and he leads them into the underworld to go begin getting judged, essentially. And then you have these. So I wrote them down because I think they're super cool and they deal with it. But the next is uh, Furies. So Furies are the Percona (laughs) personification of curses. They're goddesses of revenge and death, and they were originally thought to be the ghosts of murdered uh, murdered women turned goddesses. And this uh, this is essentially why they're goddesses of vengeance, and they are the ones who punish who are the punishers of souls in the afterlife. And then the actual God of death for the Greeks is this is the Greek portion. I'll get into the Roman portion next. So the actual God of death is Thanatos. So he's the one who gets to do that job it himself. Um, he is death personified. So to us, he would be the grim reaper and he was said to carry humans off to the underworld. and also fun fact, the study of death and death practices is called thanatology. Wow, surprise. Um, and <laughs> and he is the brother of Hypnos, which is the god of sleep. And then we're rolling into Roman, so that makes a lot of sense. right, doesn't it? It really does. Um. So like the, every time you sleep you die just a tiny bit. Oh my god, shut up. It's
3: like it's like you're taking a little tiny subscription to what death is like.
2: Jesus Christ.
3: Um and then you wake up and you're like, "No, nah, no, nah, never mind."
0: No,
2: wait, wait. <laughs> um okay. So rolling into the Romans, the counterpart to Hades is Pluto. So he would be the ruler of underworld of the underworld, and if I remember uh correctly, he's the ruler of like mineral wealth, so like gold and precious gems and stuff like that. Um, and then Thanatos's counterpart is Orcus. And one of the ones that I forgot to mention, but I found really cool when I did find it, and this call, co- uh, this a lot of this is coming from godchecker.com now. Um, is Morta, whose Greek counterpart is uh, Atropos. Atropos. Something like that. Um, They're one of the fates. So, Morta is the goddess of death. And she is one of the parquet. uh, Which is the... She's the one... She's the fate, because there's three fates. She's the fate that cuts the thread with her scissors to human life. So, if you've ever seen the Hercules movies, and you remember the three fates and... um, there's one part where she's trying to cut his thread when he's trying to save Meg and then she can't. Oh yeah. Yeah, but earlier in the movie, you do get to see her cut a thread and that thread is Meg's life. So, that's her job. That's Morta and that's uh Atropos. Same same same, but not same same because Romans and Greeks couldn't agree on names. Anyway, <laughs> Now we're rolling into the Egyptian gods. So you but wait have, I have a fun fact. Okay. Fun, fun fact.
3: fact. So you cause you said about Pluto, fun fact. Gems are called the flowers of the underworld.
2: Mmm. I didn't know that. That's cool. So that's what they are. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um okay. All so right. the first Egyptian We're to Egypt since they have a thousand. <laughs> so the first Egyptian god that I have is Osiris. And he's akin to Hades and Pluto as the ruler of the Underworld. But he didn't start out as the ruler of the Underworld. He was originally the god of vegetation and fertility. And he had this whole, like, run-in with his brother, Set, because Set's an asshole. And he got chopped up and reconstructed and then got... (laughs) <laughs> it said promoted on the website. So I use that word and I find it really funny. So he got promoted to the judge of the dead under the title of Unifer. So his name changed, but he's still Osiris. And that's what we know him as now. And then uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is I only found <laughs> a named gods except for Osiris. And that's, funny to me. So the next one we have is Akin and he is the ferryman of the dead for the Egyptians. Um, but unlike Shuron, who is present, <laughs> uh, Akin apparently spends most of his time sleeping and the souls who come looking for passage have a really hard time waking his ass up. <laughs> And he is the husband of Ament. So Ament, I put here honorable mentions because uh, she's the goddess of the underworld. Uh, Wait, wait. She's the goddess of underworld hospitality. Not of the underworld, of underworld hospitality. So she's like the greeter at the reception desk. (laughs) So she receives uh, the souls that her husband brings. And then we have Ament. Who is the devil da- <laughs> I can't talk. Um, Amit is the devourer of souls if your soul is found unworthy. So she is part croc, lion, and hippo. And she is a goddess. And then we have Anubis. My personal favorite. I love Anubis. For no particular reason. But Anubis is god of the dead and he's the jackal god of funerals. I said jackal god, but, okay. He is the god of funerals. He has a jackal head. <laughs> I didn't specify that in my notes because I'm special. Um, so, he uh, also holds the scales of justice steady while the sins of your soul are weighed. And he was highly revered by the ancient Egyptians Because they believed that he held power over their physical and spiritual selves when they died. And this little tidbit came from ancientegyptonline.com. So be prepared for all of these references. Yeah, which makes sense because, of course, being the god of the dead, he was also the god of funerals. So you got the physical and the spiritual there. Next, I'm going to roll into uh, Yoruban uh uh gods and goddesses. So the first one we have is Oya. And according to Wikipedia, she is the or she is the Orisha of wind, lightning, violent storms, death, and rebirth. She is also known as Aya, uh Misin, and Insa. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> Sorry for anybody out there just cringing at my pronunciation. So, she controls surrounding death similar to the Haitian god um, Mammon Bridget. I didn't do anything else for that one. My bad. Now, I'm going to roll into Shinto and Buddhism. And I put them together because they were together on the website, I guess. But they kind of go hand in hand. So, the first one I have is... Uh, izana, izanami no Mikoto. So, that means she who invites. And she is the goddess of both death and creation. And is also referred to as... Izana, uh, oh my god. Izanami no Kami. And then we have Yama, who is god of the underworld... There's a lot of this where you have a ruler of the underworld and then you have some other gods who do the bringing and so on and so forth. And then we have Shinigami, which are essentially the Grim Reapers and they're death bringers, death spirit, whatever you want to call it. We all know Death Note, Shinigami. (laughs) Anyway, and something I I
0: I wish I didn't know. (laughs)
2: Um, so something i found interesting is that some forms of buddhism do not involve believing in deities deities one day i'll get that right so the concept of a death god doesn't exist for them there are spirits who take human lives but there is no god that leads people into the world of the into the world of the dead next one i have is native american And the thing with Native American is that every tribe had its own beliefs. So I only included a few. So this one's from the Haida tribe. And that's uh, Taxit, which is god of violent death. And Tia, goddess of peaceful death. So they go hand in hand. They're um, like foils of each other, mirrors of each other. Um, On On Wikipedia, I read that a raven stole the moon from Taxit to—let me get to my next page—to nourish humanity and put it in the sky. And if humans ever displeased the raven by altering Earth's environment, he would return the moon and stop protecting them from Taxit. So, I found that very interesting with uh, today's climate. And (laughs) then— The next one I have is uh, Chibiebos, which is from Chippewa, po, sorry. Potawatomi. Wow, I just butchered that. Potawatomi, Al, uh, Algonquin, and Meskwaki. Uh, one day, I won't stumble over words. Today is not that day. This God is the Lord of the dead and ruler of the underworld. Uh, he is portrayed as good and kind, and takes care of the land of the dead. So he's often represented by the physical form of a wolf. The next one I have is Masawa, which is from the Hopi tribe. Tried? Tribe, tribe. Um, this is he is also Lord of the Dead, and also known as Skeleton Man. Uh, he taught he taught the Hopi the art of agriculture and warn them against the dangers of the world, which is kind of interesting for a death God, to be honest, in my opinion. Um, And he's considered a great friend to humanity and takes care of the Hopi after death. Next one I have is Sedna uh, from the Inuit tribe. She is a goddess and ruler of the sea and Adluin. Uh, which is the Inuit underworld at the bottom of the sea. She was said to be a beautiful beautiful mortal woman who became a goddess after her father threw her out of their kayak. And her fingers, which he cut off to prevent her from climbing back in, turned into the first sea mammals. So, rude, first off. (laughs) And then... The next one we have is voodoo. Voodoo spelled V-O-D-O-U, which I don't know why that distinction was made, but I kind of do. Anyways, the first one we have is uh, Baron Samo- uh, Samedi. Samedi. Saturday. Saturday. So he is, a, <laughs> he is a Haitian Loa who dresses like an undertaker who smokes cigars. He has a cane and goes in for trance dancing, and he likes to party as Baron of Saturday. (laughs) He watches over uh, cemeteries as Baron Cimetera, and uh, and as Baron Lacroix, he stands at the crossroads of life and death. Some believe he is the manifestation of Papa Ged, who is a Loa involved with death and corpses. The next one I have is Mama Bridget, and she is the goddess of love and death. And her husband is, can you guess it, Baron Samedi. She escorts the dead to the underworld and is is said to be chatty and full of jokes. She respects those who respect the dead and loves the dead more than they were loved in life. And she is symbolized by a black rooster. The next I have is the Mori which is indigenous uh, Polynesian people of mainland New Zealand. So the I'm going to butcher these to hell. So I apologize now, as I've already been apologizing. <laughs> uh, the first one we have is Hine Niu po Hine Niu po So she is goddess of death and great lady of the night. She used to be H- uh, Hine Titame. Tatami, Tatama, <laughs> goddess of light and dawn. Until she found out that her husband was also her father, so like totally no. fair. She uh she ran away to the underworld and changed her name and became the goddess of the underworld. Why is that a little- Right, I wrote. That's the most realistic thing I think a god has ever done. No, I dead ass wrote in here, so like totally fair. I'd run away to the underworld and change my name too. To be honest,
0: like what else would you do?
2: So I wrote this little tidbit because I thought it was funny. There was a hero named Maui, probably not pronounced that way, uh, who tried to gain immortality by crawling through her body yes, I said through, through her body, but a songbird woke her up and she crushed him with her vagina. And I wrote here, completely warranted. Mm, that wasn't
0: in the Disney movie.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're the same God. I hope not. Um, so this came from deityoftheweek.blogspot.com the next but that's I mean
3: wait wait but that's what he was doing in Moana it should, they changed all that other stuff but it was it that's his name and he was trying to gain immortality so they saw the vagina part and they went well I don't know about her vagina but we can't
2: they went "Ooh, we can't
0: oh Ooh. Like they heard
3: the rest of the story, like everything was good, and then it got to that part, and all the Disney executives went. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that came from that site. <laughs> they <literally> went, no, <laughs> that came from that site. But I also read on another that he was like a young boy who left his village and thought it would be interesting. To explore her body. So he went to try and climb into her body. I think this version makes more sense. Why do I
3: feel like that's a, that's a euphemism or something?
2: It dead ass is, I'm sure. <laughs> dead ass. Um, so the next one I have is Hukere. And he's not necessarily a god of death. What he does is assists in the cleaning of bones after death. And I, oh yes, so I'm going to get more into him in next week's episode, because you know my topic, but they don't, so, stand by for that, yes. yeah, so he assists in the cleaning of bones after death, now I'm going to get into the Taoist slash Chinese I'm going to preface this by saying I spent way too long on this, but (laughs) it was fun. Um, So honestly, this was a whole mess of deities and spirits. So I got a little choosy and didn't write everything down, but I wrote enough. (laughs) So we have King Yan, and he is God of Death and ruler of the Underworld. He is the emperor. Uh, wow, he is the emperor of Diu, who oversees the ten kings of hell. So Diu is the Taoist underworld, essentially. So, ten kings of hell. Now we're gonna go into this. <laughs> so you have the first court, which is King Wong, and there you watch every detail of your life play out in his mirror. In the second court we have oh, bro. <laughs> In the second court we have
3: I don't want to see that movie.
2: <laughs> it, 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 nobody else is showing up to the show and clearly it's not a great movie. <laughs> Sorry, that's like mean. seriously. Oh, I fucked that up. Mm. His name is <laughs> he isn't King Wong. Wong is King. His name is King King Gunga? Oh god, that was not it king guang uh, and wong king guang wong okay so wong is king so all of these are going to end in wong so first court is ruled by king uh king guang wong second court we have chujang wong so this is pool of filth and hell of ice also, Hell of Sword Forest. This is where depravity, perversion, rapists, and those who took liberties with others' lives find themselves. So this could, um, what I remember reading was that taking liberty with other other people's lives is like being a bad doctor, essentially. Was Was one of the examples. Um, next in the third court, we have Song Di Wong. This is punishment of black rope. And the people who go here are escape prisoners, drug addicts, blasphemers, murderers, and tomb raiders. This is their hotel room. They're not having a pleasant stay, I'll tell you right now. No. <laughs> in the fourth court, we have Guen Wong. I don't think I said that right. Wuguin Wong. It's a U at the beginning. And this is black pool hell. So, black is, uh, is referring to the dark red of freshly congealed blood. So, it's a blood pool. No. The people who go no, here... No, bro. You know, No the, blood. The people who go here are forgers, counterfeits, and cheats. Also included in this court of hell is b torture. Y'all can figure that one out. The next court we have is the fifth court of hell, which is Wan Luo Wang Yan Luo. Why don't I, Why do I keep saying W's at the beginning of all of these? <laughs> Yan Luo Wang, and he was originally the ruler of the first court, but was accused of leniency. So he became the ruler of the fifth court. This is, uh, this is the hell of wailing, gouging, and boiling. Wailing because of everything that's going on in it. Um, this one didn't have any specifics for the souls that go here. Um, the sixth court is ruled by Byung-Cheng Wang. This is screaming torture. So this includes rats gnawing on genitals, and it also includes the iron pin punishment. I didn't write down a description for that because I didn't want to. The souls that go here are those who have sexual sins, liars, gossipers, deceivers, so on and so forth, and bad hygiene. Yep, that was specified. The next court we have is the seventh court. This was ruled by Tai Shan Wang. The souls that go here are arsonists, deceivers, terrorists, and traitors, and they are fed into a meat mincing machine. Very specific. Yeah. Going into the next, we have the eighth court, which is ruled by Dushi Wang. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I laughed when I read it the first time, and I didn't think I was going to laugh again. But the souls that go here are for cheating, causing trouble, uh, or cheating before exams, to be specific, causing trouble for parents and family members, harming others to benefit yourself. This hell included disemboweled and dismemberment, disembowelment and dismemberment. The Ninth Court is ruled by Ping Ding Ping Dang Wong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ping Deng Wong. Uh, this is the hell of Iron Web. But it's a hell sort of... Anyways, you get judged again here. And if one of... If you have one of the ten unpardonable sins, you're basically fucked. So... <laughs> your head and your arms get chopped off. Otherwise, you get sent to the 10th court. So the 10th court is not a hell per se. So the 10th court is ruled by Zuolun, Zuolun Zuolun, Wong. Um, so after serving your punishment, you come here to receive uh, what you will be reincarnated as. So it's sort of another judgment zone, but not in the same way. They're choosing what you're going to be reincarnated as. Also in this last court, and the only goddess included in these ten courts of hell, is Mengpo. And she is the last stop before reincarnation where she, sur- where she serves you her specialty to make you forget your past life before being reincarnated. If I remember correctly, it was sort of out of pity, I guess to give you a fresh start so you wouldn't remember what what happened before and this little tidbit came from wheresidewalksend.com now after all of that i'm going to roll that was into a lot. <laughs> i'm going to roll was a into lot of help. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> into hindu hinduism i don't know why i didn't write it there but hinduism so we have yama again if you guys remember from previously with uh, Shinto and Buddhism. Makes sense, in my opinion. So Yama is Lord of Death and Justice. And then we have Mara, and she is Goddess of Death. And then we have Dumarati, and she is Goddess of Death, Misfortune, and Temporality. And she represents the fearsome aspects of Devi, the Hindu Divine Mother. That was a short one, and this next one's going to be a short one also. I'm rolling in to Samoan. We have Sevilla, and this is god of the land of the dead, another ruler of the underworld. And fun fact, Manaloa is the Samoan god of cannibalism. See, I told you you there was going to be cannibalism in here somewhere. He's just not a god of death. Um, And that came came from GlitterNight.com. These references sound so stupid, but I looked up more, but I just used the one that I used originally. The next set we're moving into is Slavic. So we have Morana, and she has multiple names as Mar... I don't know if that's supposed to be a W, an M, an R, and an N. I'm going to say a W. Marzawa. Yeah, Marzawa, Morena, Mara, Morena, because you have Morena and Morena, (laughs) and Mora. So those are all her different names. So this is based around the idea of death and rebirth. She is based around the idea of death and rebirth. Blame my last. And she's associated with, with Winter's Death, Rebirth, and Dreams. I can't talk today. Clearly, I can't read either. And (laughs) the last one I'm going to roll into is the Philippines. So, the first one I have, and the only one I have, is Sadapa. And he is the god of death who reaps the souls of the dead. And he used to be a sky god, but he came down and decided to chill, I guess. Uh... (coughs) He measures the life of all newborns and places a mark on the tree that he sits in, essentially to mark their life. The Spaniards considered him a perverse god because he was the lover of the sky god Capon, uh, <laughs> Captain. It's spelled K-A-P-T-A-N. That's why I paused. And later, <laughs> and later took the moon Bullin as his bride slash consort after he fell in love with the seven moons. So there was this whole thing surrounding the seven moons that multiple gods were in love with them, but he took Bulan as his own. And that wasn't like a forceful thing like you usually see in legends and stuff like that. He essentially courted Bulan before taking him as his bride, like he would bring him gifts and all these different things. Anyway, the two of them, both Bulan and Sadapa, are said to sleep in each other's arms in Mount uh, Mada- Magis. I'll say Madjas. M-A-D-J-A-A-S. And this is because he saved Bulan from being devoured by Bakunawa, which was a dragon serpent, who was also in love with the seven moons and to keep them from Becoming others, he ate six of them. So. Bruh. <laughs> so, I mentioned the Bullen. The What? It's
3: like the original yandere. If I can't have you, nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I'll take everybody out. I don't care. You know, <laughs> that's what he
2: said. Pretty much. So, um, fun fact. Bullen, also known as Libulin, is a moon god and also the patron deity, deity, one day, deity of homosexuality. And this came from pre- <laughs> <Like me. laughs>
0: yeah, uh,
2: and this came from pre-colonial Philippines Philippines myths So I mean, that's not, he
0: might be.
2: He might be. He just might. But yes. <laughs> Which I actually kind of find refreshing. Well, not refreshing, because I love um, all of the moon goddesses. But I find it interesting to see a male moon god, but he's still into dudes. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I have. I was (laughs)
3: going to say feminine. What?
2: Feminine. Feminine.
3: He's probably real feminine, but I was going (laughs) to say (laughs) feminine.
2: My moose mouth is uh, transferring over that one brain cell we have. It's
0: contagious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that is what I have for all of the different types of death gods. Obviously, I didn't go into every single culture because we don't have enough time.
3: Because ain't nobody got that many brain cells.
2: Like, that was already a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And to tack on, those ten kings of hell were not the only people associated in all of that. So Great. <laughs> like, there were generals and other things, and I was like, J- you know what? I'll J- just take the top.
0: <laughs> China, what you doing? <laughs>
2: I don't know, but they had a whole thing going on, so yeah. Hope you enjoyed that. Well. It was a lot of fun gonna, to research to be honest. I did, but
0: damn.
2: Yeah. That
3: was a lot of that was a lot of hell.
2: <laughs> a lot of different types too. Well I guess like you have a lot of different types of people. I guess you gotta have a lot of different types of hell. I guess. Well I guess. <laughs>
3: I mean we know like a Tartarus is like layers. Yeah. It's not just one.
2: What one, it one but bit. it's got like seven though. Which yeah is not that far off from ten. But I don't know well, if the well, seven I mean, if you ten... ask <laughs>
0: if you
3: if you read Dante's Inferno, if you ask him, there's seven rings of hell.
2: Yeah. So Well I don't I mean this ain't new, but China was like ten said ten yes <laughs> well technically that that last one and that first one aren't really oh, yeah. rings of hell because the first one you're watching everything you did and the last one you're getting reincarnated so technically there's only eight rings of hell
3: you know can I say if I were a god I might do that <laughs> like that's how they describe that's how they describe Judgment Day to be too. And really, j- Dead Ash is having a god or an angel just come down to be like, "I'm going to show you what you did. And you tell me what you think." And, it's like, <laughs> and you oh, tell what, me you,
0: how bro, you feel I, about this.
3: You tell me what you think I should do about this. I'm gonna let you see what you did. I just want to make sure we're seeing the same thing. Like that's what they. <laughs> 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 it's too much. I might be. I might do that though. If I were a god, I would. You tell me where you think you should go
2: You tell me where you fucked up (laughs) And then we'll talk (laughs) Bro how long would that be to like watch Jesus I don't I mean you got time (laughs) It's not like you don't (laughs) I mean time probably doesn't even exist there So No
3: Time is a construct It's an illusion
2: a human construct. <laughs> well, I remember when I was a kid, right? Well, I guess I was a teenager by that point. And, um, one of our family friends was talking about one of her family friends who is a psychic and, or maybe it was her mom. Anyways, point being was that she was talking about how her, uh, that psychic, had explained to her what afterlife looked like to her because she had gotten a glimpse of it or something from somebody from something. And essentially, it was you sitting down and watching a reel of your life. And then you got reincarnated. I don't want to watch this shit again. Right? I lived it. You're just sitting there and you're just I don't like, want to watch it. What a fucking depressing-ass movie. <laughs> head lean back in your ch- back in your chair and you're like is it over yet
3: no literally could you imagine if you're sitting there and you're like damn this is boring as shit
2: the god presiding over you is like damn don't talk about yourself like that this is the fucking movie <laughs> first
3: literally that god is like just shook that you would say that Be
2: like oh shit oh damn don't say that oh my don't god don't say that oh my god chill <laughs> Like you're supposed to be here Not having a good time But like You're supposed to be chilling Before reincarnation Like Calm down
3: (laughs) I mean try to enjoy it At least a little bit
2: Dang like laugh at yourself Look at all these This stupid shit you're doing Laugh at yourself
3: It reminds me of how I said The other day being like If I've lived a bunch of lifetimes Why did I decide to come back right now? We didn't have to do this again (laughs) (laughs) That would be me in that chair Being like I don't want to go back and the God being like, what the hell do you mean you don't want to go back? I don't want to do it again.
2: Reincarnate, <laughs> reincarnate reincarnate me as a butterfly. I don't want it.
3: So I could get smashed on a car, bro. I don't want to do this.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> you know that God is sitting there listening to you say that, and they're like, well, it's not your fucking choice. So uh, here you go. Here's your new life. You're like, no. I would be spiteful like that. I would. <laughs> Anyways, so, that was, uh, yep, our third episode for October. You got some spooks from Yuba City, and you got some death gods, which I was super excited to do, obviously, you could tell, all of my 21 pages of notes. Yes. (laughs) And next week's topic is going to be just as long for me, so... Yeah it is. Yeah it is. I'm super excited to talk about um, that one, that one god that cleans off bones, spirit, that one spirit. Like super duper excited, because it was like that whole thing was honestly incredibly interesting. So you'll get to hear all about it next week. (laughs) Before we go, right? One movie. No. Oh my god <laughs> I'm glad you remember because I never do Well
3: I remembered but we've gone on for so long We'll just do one that we don't do three <laughs> Just do one One movie, go Hold on, I
2: don't have my list up <laughs> I don't have my okay, list Okay,
3: I'll go Okay. My favorite, my favorite Scream
2: Scream, okay
3: <laughs> Yeah, the first one, fuck the other ones <laughs> The other ones are garbage But the first one I watch it every year. I swear. I love it. What's yours?
2: <laughs> well, I just saw two, and one's a TV show and one's a podcast. Well, say them both. I'm going to say them both. <laughs> um, the TV show is Penny Dreadful, if you haven't watched oh. it. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> it's spooktastic. There's, like, this whole scene yes. where she gets possessed and goes into, like, this weird rage. Uh anyway, she tells everybody about themselves. And then the podcast that I have for you and I know we talked about it maybe last week or the week before is Alice is not Dead. Super creepy. Uh-huh. It's really spooky. It's super creepy but really good. Well, now, I'll give a, I'll give
3: a, I'll, I'll give another one. Okay. The Exorcist.
2: A good one. The
3: Exorcist. <laughs> Scream in the exorcist. Wow. Say a lot about myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so tell them where they can find us.
3: Y'all can find us on Instagram at Podcast and on Twitter at Pod. and you can email us mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com and we also have a Society6 which is also at Podcast. so buy a sticker. Tell us some ghost stories.
0: Please.
2: That'd be so fun.
3: Please. No, literally. Tell us about all the stupid shit from your, where you're from.
2: Yes. <laughs> that would be so fun to do an episode like that.
3: All we've been like, tell me about. all the fucked up stuff that's happened where you live.
2: <laughs> tell us all your <laughs> spooky stories from your childhood.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, tell us about the creepy houses you've lived in.
2: Oh, my
3: God. Just like...
2: <laughs> All of the American uh, horror story houses you've lived in.
3: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see you guys next week with October's
3: <laughs>
2: finishing out October.
3: Yeah, it's the last week of October.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah that. <laughs> the end of October, the last episode for October, for spooky season. Before we roll into, like, holiday season. and
3: I like the holidays, too, but I'm really sad that Spooks is almost gone.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Gotta happen at some point.
3: Yeah. Just like death.
2: Oh, yeah. All my death gods.
3: <laughs> Just like death.
2: So, hope to see you guys next week. And, uh. Yeah, hope you had fun with this episode.
3: I'm exhausted, play us out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, bye!
1: When we were young, our minds were getting faded Did not appreciate all that they created We're chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn Test y'all chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. you got nothing better to do because y'all sailing down the easiest street again. Damn, X marks the spot or is it O? Getting hiding, feeling so low. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, damn. It's just brew. Damn, 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 damn. damn, damn, damn. It's going well and then it's not. You start to go and then you stop, cause you're sailing down easy street again. Damn. Almost within reach, But out of your grasp. The last drop at the bottom of your glass, you're chasing after that witch's brew.